Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Green Athlete podcast. I'm your host, Karen Simpson, the founder of Healthy Green Athlete, and I'm a certified holistic health coach, sports nutritionist, adult athlete, environmental scientist, and nature lover. The goal of this podcast is to provide adult athletes that are competing in any sport at any competition level with the knowledge and tools that they need to fuel, heal, and nourish their way to feeling, looking, and performing their best at any age and help them maintain it for life. I will cover topics ranging from nature-based nutrition and human movement to sports psychology and mindfulness. So I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen your way to peak performance and athletic longevity. Hello, and welcome back to the Healthy Green Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Simpson, and today I'm going to share some insight on the importance of gut health for optimizing athletic performance and provide you with some strategies for assessing and improving your own gut health. Let's start by first talking about why gut health is important for overall physical health and mental well-being. Gut health is dependent on two things. The first thing is the quality of your gut microbiome. So the human body actually has a symbiotic relationship with bacteria, which means that there is an ecological relationship which is mutually beneficial for both the host and the bacteria. And scientists have estimated that there are 1 trillion microbial cells in and on the human body, which is actually 10 times the number of cells in the human body itself. Most of those microbial cells exist in the GI tract, which starts in the mouth and ends in the large intestine. But those microorganisms also exist in the ears, in and on the genitals, in the nose, and also everywhere on the skin. And the microbes that are specifically found in the gut are referred to as the gut microbiome. The different types of bacteria in your microbiome help to fight off harmful pathogens, and also help your digestive system break down the food that you eat. When you consume food, most of your digestion is taking place in the small intestines. In order for food to be digested or broken down into smaller nutrients, it needs the help of enzymes. Some of these enzymes are produced by the body, but many others are produced by bacteria within the microbiome. And any food that isn't digested in the small intestine, once it reaches the large intestine, it's broken down even further by the bacteria that are living there. The microbiome also helps to protect the body against compounds that are ingested from the external environment and that don't break down into nutrients that the body can use. Some examples of non-food things that aren't nutrients that a human might ingest from their external environment include pathogens, which are organisms that have the potential to cause illness, inflammatory compounds, and chemical or environmental toxins. The second thing that gut health is dependent on is the condition of your intestinal walls. So the digestive system essentially serves as the connection between your external environment and your internal environment. 
So when you eat food, you are taking something from your external environment and consuming it so that it can become part of your internal environment. And if you're eating healthy foods and your digestive system is functioning optimally, then your body is able to convert that food into nutrients, which is basically the process of digestion. And then those nutrients are absorbed through the intestinal wall and they go into your bloodstream so that they can be shipped off and utilized by cells. While food is passing through your small intestine, it's breaking down into smaller and smaller pieces with the help of enzymes. And when those pieces get small enough, they're able to pass through these tiny little openings in the walls of your intestines and go into your bloodstream. In a healthy gut, the intestinal walls represent a brand new chain link fence where all of the holes in the fence are the same size and each section of the fence is joined perfectly so that there are no spaces between them. So think about if you had a small dog and that small dog is not able to get through the fence because there are no holes for them to escape. This would represent a healthy level of permeability where nutrients can get through, but larger molecules from pathogens, chemical toxins, large food proteins like gluten, or other anti-nutrients and inflammatory compounds cannot get through. If your gut lining represents a chain link fence that has been through years of inclement weather, and maybe there's holes in some places and the sections of the fence may be disjointed in some areas and there's large gaps in certain spots, and that small dog that you had can now escape very easily because there's a hole in the fence. If the gut is in this condition, then the permeability of your gut lining is higher, which means that the larger molecules are able to get through the intestinal walls much easier. And these larger molecules, which are not supposed to go through the intestinal lining in the first place, triggers an immune response. And this happens because on the outer side of your small intestine is a protective layer of immune cells that are responsible for attacking anything that's not supposed to get through. So if it is the right size molecule, but it's still something that's considered an invader, the immune system is there to say, no, you're not allowed in. We're going to stop you right now. You can't get into the bloodstream. And it initiates an immune response to deal with that. And in fact, scientists have estimated that between 70 and 80% of your immune system resides in your gut. And that makes sense because this is the nexus point between your external environment and your internal one. So this is where the majority of the defending against foreign invaders is going to happen. So when you have a high intestinal permeability, you're basically placing a lot of stress on the immune system. And this extra stress causes impairment of your immune system, so it's not able to keep up with the influx of large molecules or foreign invaders that are getting through those intestinal walls. And also causes inflammation either in your gut at that site or somewhere else in the body. And this condition of high permeability is also often referred to as leaky gut. A healthy gut is one that not only has a microbiome that's full of beneficial bacteria, but also has a healthy layer of tissue in the small intestines with a normal amount of permeability. And if these two conditions are present to establish a healthy gut, then you are more likely to have a healthy immune system that fights off illness and inflammation and have healthy digestion that properly breaks down food and allows the nutrients to be absorbed. 
And scientists have also found that there's a very strong connection between gut health and emotional health. Now let's talk about how you can assess the condition of your gut. I'm going to tell you two ways to do this. The first way is probably the easiest way where you basically tune into your bowel movements and your poop. So looking at your poop can actually be a great indicator of what's happening inside your body. The color of your stools should be a dark brown, they should be relatively solid, they should sink in the toilet bowl, and they should come out of your body with ease. And the frequency of bowel movements is different for everyone because it's often based on diet, but those bowel movements should be fairly regular. So they should happen around the same time every day, they should happen around the same time in in relation to your meals, and you should have the same number of them each day. Another way that you can test the condition of your gut is to do a stool analysis. There are a variety of tests on the market today that you can use. Some of them are better than others, but one that I would recommend and the one that I have used is one called the Viome Gut Intelligence Test, and I'll provide a link to that one in the episode description. But basically, the results of this test can give you insight on the balance of your microbiome and give you some idea of how efficient your gut is at digesting the food that you eat. But what I like about this is it also gives you a score on how healthy your gut lining is so you can determine whether or not you have a leaky gut or if your gut is good in terms of permeability. You could also probably request a stool analysis from your doctor if you really wanted to get some insight on how balanced your microbiome is. Uh, And there's a lot of functional medicine practitioners that will also do this. So now that we know why gut health is important for overall physical health and mental well-being, and we have a general idea of how to assess the condition of your gut, now let's talk about four strategies for improving gut health. First strategy is to address your gut permeability, first and foremost. If you suspect that you have high gut permeability or a condition called leaky gut, you'll first want to address that before anything else. There are several protocols that you can use to do this, but the one that I would recommend is one that was published by a man named Dr. Ted Strong, Todd Strong, sorry, who is a functional medicine practitioner in Tennessee. And he wrote a book called Reclaim Your Gut Health, which is actually free right now on Kindle Unlimited, by the way. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can get it for free. But he basically gives his five steps to healing your gut, which are five steps that I think that any uh, functional medicine practitioner will recommend for you. And I won't go into the details, but the five steps include reducing inflammation and oxidation improving nutrient levels, minimizing stress, minimizing toxicity, and improving diet and lifestyle. He also provides some specific supplements that may help to heal the intestinal walls. Step two, once you have a healthy gut lining, then you'll want to make sure that you're creating a supportive environment for good bacteria to flourish. In order to achieve optimum gut health, we need an internal environment that is favorable to the beneficial or probiotic organisms in our microbiome and doesn't allow for harmful bacteria to take over. The best way to do that is through the diet by eating foods that are nutrient dense, high in fiber and have a low sugar content. And these foods are often called prebiotic foods because they serve as food for probiotics. 
So while you're eating gut-supporting foods like fiber and nutrient-dense fruits and vegetables, it's important to limit the foods and beverages that may be causing acidic conditions or disrupting your healthy gut flora, and those foods are alcohol, sugar, and too much caffeine. Bad bacteria can also thrive when there's a lot of sugars present in your diet, so limiting your intake of high sugar will help to keep those pesky buggers at bay. Then step number three, after you have established a good environment and you've addressed your permeability, you'll want to make sure that you're ingesting enough beneficial bacteria in order to maintain a healthy and diverse microbiome. Supplementing with a high-quality probiotic, incorporating fermented foods, and avoiding acidic foods will support a healthy gut flora and prevent systemic inflammation that may be resulting from a leaky gut. A healthy gut will not only reduce bloating and any digestive discomfort, but it will also ensure that regular bowel movements occur, which helps to eliminate toxins from the body rather than having them accumulate. Some species of bacteria also help to eliminate free radicals in the body, so they act as antioxidants. And I actually just published a couple of blog posts on my website with more information on why and when to consume a probiotic and how to choose one that works for you. And I'll provide those links in the episode notes as well. And then the fourth strategy for improving gut health is to make sure that you have enough digestive enzymes. These are proteins that boost your body's ability to absorb nutrients from the food that you eat and have a very specific role in digesting certain types of nutrients. These enzymes work with the beneficial bacteria in your gut microbiome to help maintain good gut health and to prevent imbalances. There are three different ways that you can get digestive enzymes. The first way is that your body actually secretes them in response to consuming certain types of foods. For example, your body produces specific enzymes to break down macronutrients in the foods that you eat. Amylase helps to break down carbohydrates into saccharides. Protease breaks down proteins into amino acids, and lipase breaks down fats into fatty acids. And there are also more specific enzymes that target certain types of macronutrients. For example, the enzyme lactase helps to break down the disaccharide lactose into simple sugars, glucose, and galactose. The second way to get digestive enzymes is by eating foods that contain them. So there are certain foods, specifically in raw fruits and vegetables, that contain enzymes to help the body break not only those foods down, but other foods as well. Pineapples, for example, contain a digestive enzyme called bromelain, which helps to digest certain proteins. Papaya contains papan, which helps to break down protein. And another good example is raw honey, which contains several different digestive enzymes to help break down starches, sucrose, and proteins. The third way to get digestive enzymes is to supplement with them. So supplementing by consuming digestive enzymes can assist your body's natural enzymes. Lactase is probably the most common type of digestive enzyme sold in supplements because there are a lot of people who struggle with lactose intolerance or lactose sensitivity, and those people actually don't have the natural ability to produce lactose. So by consuming them in a supplement form, it helps them break down dairy products. 
But if you're eating a lot of raw foods in your diet and you're getting probiotics either through fermented foods or through a probiotic supplement, then you probably don't also need to supplement with digestive enzymes. But they can help to boost your body's ability to absorb more nutrients from your food, especially since the nutrient content in foods has declined over the years from a decline in soil health. So any extra help would be great. All right, I have been rambling for the past 15 minutes about gut health, and I have said nothing about athletic performance yet. So you're probably all wondering what the heck all of this has to do with athletic performance. An athlete with a healthy gut has a greater ability to fight off inflammation and improve recovery because they have a boosted immune system. A healthy gut also makes sure that athletes are digesting and absorbing nutrients effectively so that they can properly nourish their cells and perform at their best physically and mentally. And there was also a study in 2020 published in the Journal of International Society of Sports Nutrition that reported that athletes and physically active populations have a different composition of gut microbes than non-active individuals, and that there's a correlation between microbial composition and metabolism. In other words, scientists have found evidence that gut health influences an athlete's ability to absorb and utilize nutrients more so than sedentary individuals. So there you have it. I've shared with you why gut health is important for overall well-being and athletic performance. I shared how to assess the condition of your gut and four strategies for improving your own gut health, which include... Make sure you have normal intestinal permeability rather than high permeability. Establish a supportive environment for your gut microbiome. Inoculate your gut with probiotics. And make sure that you're getting enough digestive enzymes. If you liked this episode, please give it a review and share it with your friends, family, and teammates. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you all in the next episode.